This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic and The Ultimate Homer when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, that is Mr. Fun Buns himself and his <laughs> beloveds in action under the primetime lights of Seattle is hosting... The L.A. Rams in a critical NFC West clash. And I know what Brandon's going to do here at the top because he's entirely predictable. He is somebody who loves to play the reverse psychology card. So, Brandon, here is the line. Fade Seahawks. Here is the line. Uh, Your Seahawks are catching two and a half, and the total's at 54 and a half. So, give me a pick on the side. I know it's going to be the Rams, and give me a game score prediction Please, amigo, and try to bury that bias as much as you can. Okay, how about uh, 26-24 Rams? So I do pick the Rams, but I do pick the Seahawks to cover. So <laughs> Perfect way to hedge. Perfect way to hedge your fandom in that That's one, right. Brandon. Uh, anything, any context, any color you would like to add to that? Well, and so what? So that's a 50 overall. Um, look, these guys generally – you know, my recollection without looking at the results of, of the last few years is that there's generally uh, it's either a Rams blowout or it's really tight. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a, a tight game here. And, uh, you know, Seattle's at home in a nationally televised game. They usually show out pretty well in those kind of situations. So I think we're going to get a, an enjoyable game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. And, yeah, I'm uh, reverse jinxing my Seahawks right now. Uh, you know what? I'm actually on a very similar wavelength as you. I am on the under, and I am on Seattle. Uh, and there's a piece of me that really wants to sprinkle a little something, something on the money line. Uh, take the Seahawks straight up. I love them getting home points. But uh, I'm going to go 24-23 Rams. I think it's going to be a last-second touchdown. Uh, Stafford to Robert Woods for the game winner and breaking your heart in the process. <laughs> so there you go. I'm also the other. I, I'm with you. I, I think these are two very familiar foes. And you're right. Historically, they have played, you know, lower than av- what is advertised right now scoring contests. And I think that's going to play out on my television screen on Thursday night football. With that, let's dive in on another edition of the Fantasy Five. <laughs> Number five. All right, Brandon, uh, we do have this delectable, delightful, stupendous contest between these two teams, and there is a no limit, really. It's a plethora of fantasy options that are out there. People are going to have to make some tough lineup decisions here early in the week, uh, but you may have to get some of these guys in your lineup, or you may have to seek alternatives pending our opinions because they are the be-all, end-all, and typically when we say something and we are kumbaya and on the same page about it, we recommend you do the opposite. So let's find out where we are (laughs) here on Robert Woods. Uh, The total, it opened at 56.5 receiving yards. It's actually up to 60.5, but let's use this 56.5 yards line. Sean McVay came out and said, hey, we want to try to get him the ball a little bit more. Does the squeaky wheel get the grease? Yeah, he's been under against Seattle three straight. He's been under 50 yards three straight, and I would probably go out and find that 60-yard total, and I would go under on that. I think he's going to be in the 50s. If you look at Seattle, they've not been great against wide receivers, but it's been one receiver that's killed them in each game. It's been their go-to guy that has done that, and I think it's going to be Cooper Cup again uh, that has the big numbers. He's the guy that when I look at this Seattle defense and the way that he can kill you underneath and his precision with routes, um, I think Stafford and, and Cup can play you know pitch and catch all day long. And I think Robert Woods, unfortunately – 
gets a little squeezed once again, even though uh, Sean McVay has come out and said they want to get him more involved. I think they will. I just don't think he'll quite get to this 56-yard total. Again, I would bet the 60 on the under. Uh, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to disagree with you. I think the squeaky wheel will indeed get the grease. I think he's going to see an increase in target share because really he's only got one direction to go. I mean, he's wide receiver 46 in target percentage on the season, wide receiver 45 in total air yards. Strangely, wide receiver not so nice, 69 in catchable target rate, wide receiver 16 yards per route run. And this uh, Seattle secondary, uh, you know, is forgiving, uh, likely to see a lot of Sidney Jones potentially in this one, because I think Flowers is not 100 percent. Am I correct on that? Yeah, and I'm fine. I'm fine making that swap. I'm good with Sidney Jones. Are yeah, you? I am. I, I would rather have Sidney Jones out there than Flowers, although Sidney Jones is the guy who is directly responsible for the absolute blown coverage on Debo Samuel last uh, week on the that big That is play. correct. He's played 50 snaps, and he's given up a perfect passer rating, Brandon. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you pull it all together. I think Woods uh, does get over the 60-yard mark, and I believe he finds the end zone as well. It's a little doing a uh, little impromptu game of head-to-head. Tell me you'd rather have it a halfway PPR, Robert Woods, or with the big news that Justin Fields going to start rest of season, including this week against Vegas, Allen Robinson. Oh, God, you'd have to do that. I know I have these guys back-to-back. Uh, I am going Robert Woods 27, Allen Robinson 28. you got to be joking. That's exactly what I have. I have Robert oh Woods God. 27, <laughs> Allen Robinson at 28. Again, cheating off my paper, as always, is Brandon Funson. Again, we don't share any information before the pot outside the names that we're talking about. So what a no, quickie we just, dink. We just, we just share crappy rankings in the fantasy pros after the games are over. Uh, that is also true, and we usually share a kiss when we're together <laughs> intimately in the same hotel room. Uh, what about Robert Woods or Corey Davis? Uh, get your crumpets and tea ready for that early wake-up call on Sunday morning in Jolly Old England. That's right. Against the Atlanta Falcons, I actually have Corey Davis a couple spots ahead of Robert Woods at 25. <laughs> I have, no. uh, Yes, this is true. I have Corey Davis at 25. <laughs> this is re- You know what? I'm moving Corey Davis up one. I just feel dirty <laughs> about all this now. I'm putting him at wide receiver 24 just to make sure that we have a little bit of difference. Uh, last one. How about Robert Woods or LaVisca Chenault against the Titans? Ooh, uh, good one. I have uh, Robert Woods at 27. I have Chanel at 31. Jesus, Funston. I also have Chanel at 31. <laughs> I am not joking. <laughs> That's insane. This is ridiculous. Uh, that so is insane. We're three for three. But again, I have Corey Davis now at 24. Let the record show judges and officers out there that are listening to this show. Enough with Robert Woods. We're moving on. Number four. And the next player on our list is indeed Russell Wilson. Yeah, Seattle. Yes, you are. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, we're going to do it. Uh, 274.5 pass yards, Brandon. You shared a, a fun little factoid with me about Russell Wilson and his history yesterday on our series XM Fade the Noise show 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Channel, Channel 87. Tune in. Uh, it is just a bunch of craptastic takes and a buffoonery uh, pretty much every single day. But uh, what was that piece of information? Again, pulling it from the, the anals. Anals? Anals. I never say that right. <laughs> Probably purposely so. On our dubs. Uh, no, this is a crazy line. He's never hit this line against the Rams. I believe he's played them 11 times. He's only been over 250 yards twice and never hit 270 he's been 254 and 268 are his high watermarks he's had some nice touchdown games in there but never never hit this mark and i'm it's kind of odd that they've set it this high so uh, it was even that, higher 
Oh, was it? Did yeah, it I, I got it at FanDuel at 282 and a half in the line open. I'm like, I looked at it. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I went back and started looking at the recent history, like the last five games, and he was well under. So I smashed the under immediately. Yeah, and he was he was 149 yards last week. I mean, I, I'm guessing there's some there's some Rams stuff they're bringing in, and and but look at the Rams defensive front is always given the Seattle offensive line fits as long as they've had like Aaron Donald there and, and Leonard Floyd. They've had some other guys there, but those guys have absolutely given this offensive line fits. I don't expect them to plan, you know, a whole bunch of plays where they're taking deep shots. I think they're going to try to, you know, really accentuate Shane Waldron's kind of quick pace, tempo game. And I think it's going to be, you know, in the mid to low 200s. I'm definitely under on this number. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the Rams have been quite respectable against the pass. I know Tom Brady burning for 400-plus, but they still got up just 7.23 YPA. And I know R-Dubs has been quite efficient. Uh, number one in play-action completion percentage. Uh, number one in yards per attempt at 9.6. And he's been over this number twice. But I got him ranked outside my top ten. So let's do head-to-head. Tell me where you got R-Dubs, uh, Russell Wilson, or Kirk Cousins against Detroit. Oh, hold on. I'm loading it up. I know they're – uh, so I'm Russell Wilson, 12, Kirk Cousins, 10. I'm Russell Wilson, 12, but Kirk Cousins, 11. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Woo! Finally, some difference. Uh, what about Russell Wilson or Jalen Hurts at Carolina? Uh, the Panthers just added Stephon Gilmore. Shrewd move there. Yeah. And now, and they got CJ Henderson. Talk about a secondary upgrade in season. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of I'm going Jalen Hurts eight, so I'm I'm pretty strongly uh, Jalen Hurts camp on this one. Yeah, I've got Hurts at nine again. Russell Wilson at twelve. Last one, Russell Wilson or Derek Carr against my Bears. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Here we go. Russell Wilson twelve. Derek Carr thirteen. Give me Russ. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, let me guess. You know yeah, what I got? I know what you got. You drove your car one one spot outside the QB one class. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, that is correct. And I'm. <laughs> From here on out, just pleading the fifth. Number three. All right, let's move on to the other quarterback in this game. What about Matthew Stafford? This is a line of books. It is juiced to the under, understandably so. So it's plus odds on the over. Two and a half passing touchdowns. Does he get a hat trick through the air, Brandon? Over or under? What did I say? I said 26 for them. He's been... He's been under in two and over in two. It's against Chicago and Tampa. I'm going to say he gets two. I think he gets two. I think Daryl Henderson scores, and they tack on a couple field goals. I'm in 100% agreement with with you on that one. Seattle's giving up the seventh most fantasy points, 7.92 YPA, 310.8 pass yards per game, two passing touchdowns per game. Captain Kirk is the only quarterback to throw for three or more TDs against this defense this season, and Alex Stafford's going to be uh, numero dos in that category. Where do you got Stafford this week? I got him at QB7. Uh, I have my QB6. Oh, we're, we're, just, we're just suddenly diverging all over the place. Uh, yes, a <laughs> wide separation, no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, everybody is so screwed that you and I are on the same page and all these guys. But Stafford, get him in your lineup. Number two. Next up, it's the roller coaster ride himself. It makes us all feel a little bit queasy. If you got him on your roster, Tyler Lockett. Here is the total 68 and a half receiving yards. Brandon, is it going to be a peak week or is it going to be another valley week or is it going to be somewhere right in the middle? What do you say about Lockett over or under? Uh, I will say he gets right up to it. Um, but he's, yeah, he's been 
kind of disappearing act the last couple weeks. And you look at his last six contests against the Rams, they've all been unders. Um, so I will follow that history trend. I will take the slight under on Tyler Lockett. Uh, I am also under on Lockett, and I have Lockett pretty far down in my ranks this week. As a matter of fact, I got him at wide receiver 30. So uh, tell me you'd rather have here, Tyler Lockett or Tyler Boyd, battle of Tyler's. Uh, Boyd going up against Green Bay, and it looks like Jair Alexander is out, but Boyd's going to be, you know, probably wouldn't have seen him anyway, operating out of the slot. Yeah, I actually am going Tyler Lockett. I have Tyler Lockett at 24. I have Tyler Boyd at 26. Okay, I've got Boyd at 28. Here's her, the divergence uh, that you've been yep. begging for here, and Lockett at 30. What about Tyler Lockett or Devontae Smith off a huge game, though, going up against that vaunted Carolina secondary? Yeah, I still have less trust in uh, the – in in the Philadelphia passing game and with those receivers. So I'm going to go Lockett here. There's a decent sized difference, about nine spots. Yeah, I've definitely got Tyler Lockett ahead of Devontae Smith. Last one, Tyler Lockett or Brandon Cooks against New England. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Cooks, you know, kind of like last week. So I have Cooks at 30. I have Tyler Lockett at 24. I'm sticking with Cooks. It's just a force feeding. And garbage time starts immediately for the Houston Texans. Well, I don't know because I don't know how much New England's capable of running up a score. That's true. That is actually quite valid. So, well, maybe to be competitive. And that could only benefit Cooks. Uh, Revenge game? Is it? Could it be? I I mean, he's got a lot of revenge game potential. He does. He's got a lot of pent up anger inside that little (laughs) frame of his as Brandon Cooks. So there's a little bit of difference there over Lockett, but we're in agreement under on the 68.5. Number one. All right, number one here on the Fantasy Five, Daryl Henderson, a guy that you and I, in terms of pure skill set, not particularly high on. Uh, He is definitely a product of the system, and he is flourishing as a result and getting a lion's share of the snaps and the touches last week, and that will likely continue. I made this number up because the sportsbooks are cowards, and they refuse to post any kind of lines on him, and time for us to get it out there to the masses. So I set it at 84.5 total yards against this highly suspect front of Seattle over or under. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Daryl Henderson, but I am a fan of this of this Rams offense and the Rams offensive line, the way, you know, whoever they plug in there, even Sonny Michelle looks good. I think Henderson pushes 70 rushing yards and maybe – 30 receiving yards, pushing 100 total yards. I have him ranked pretty aggressively in the mid-teens this week at the running back position, so I am over on this for sure. I am way over. I think he's going to hit the century mark at combined yardage. Uh, I am waiting for the rush yards prop to show up over. I don't care what it is. I'm waiting for the receiving yards prop uh, to show up over on that. Again, I don't give two flying F. Same with receptions because <laughs> we know what Seattle does. Uh, they, It's just like, hey, you want to sh- you want to throw it in the short field? We'll refuse to defend this area. You know, just have free reign. We don't care. Uh, And that will be the case of Daryl Henderson, who I believe has nine catches combined his last couple of games. I have Daryl Henderson at RB10 this week, Brandon. That's how aggressive I am on him. So let's do this. Daryl Henderson or Cordero Patterson against the Jets. Uh, I you look at I mean Daryl Henderson is just going to be on the field so much more. I'm ranking Henderson. I have him RB thirteen. I have Cordero Patterson at RB twenty one right now. So I yeah I'm decidedly Daryl Henderson. I am uh, Henderson, but not decidedly. I got Patterson at thirteen because he's Woo! just fascinating. Again, he's the show of Tani, a fantasy right now, the ultimate hybrid. Uh, Daryl Henderson or Saquon in Big D. 
I actually have Saquon in my top three this week. Whoa! I, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's been unlocked. He's full. Like, sure, you can you can say, oh, they're going to shut him down the run. He, the passing game's wide open for him. He's back. You know, he's one of the most heavily utilized running backs. So, yeah, I'm, I am team Saquon on this one for sure. I have uh, Henderson one spot ahead of Saquon, believe it or not. Wow. It's close. Again, I got them both ranked as RB1. So, you know, people, yeah. before you get your, you know, your tiki torches and your pitchforks, just relax. Relax. Move it on. What about Dalvin Cook or Daryl Henderson? Yeah, Dalvin Cook playing through an ankle injury right now. Uh, I guess because it's Detroit, I'm going to give Dalvin Cook the nod. I am not. I got Oops. trust issues with Dalvin Cook right now, man. Uh, I mean, he, he even said it's, Fair. it's a pain Fair. issue. It's a pain issue, and he didn't do jack squat last week, and a beneficial matchup couldn't take advantage. I, I'm beginning to wonder if he is going to be limited yet again. So a little bit of difference, finally, over Daryl Henderson. All right, before we get out of here, let's do rapid fire over-unders on these players. Chris Carson, we'll see if he plays, uh, sat mm-hmm. out practice on Tuesday due to a neck ailment. Uh, maybe that's some sort of limitation. It is fascinating what has uh, transpired with his player prop here over the last like 24 to 48 hours. Open at 66 and a half, Brandon. It is now tumbled to 52 and a half. Alex Collins is lurking. Maybe he'll get a little bit more action like we saw last week. So over or under 52 and a half rush yards for Carson. Yeah, I expect at least another uh, a week of of a split. I think Carson would have to get more than 12 carries to get over this number maybe. And I don't know if he's going to get more than like 10. So I'm going to take the slight under on this. I got him at RB 26. Where do you got him? I have an RB 22 right now, but I'm, I'm just waiting word on, you know, on how this thing goes. If he's just full, full practicing the rest of the week, then I I might actually move him up right at the, you know, I I think I'm right now ranking him kind of where I expect him to play. Um, but I could move him down still. Which we'll do you see. have Damian uh, Williams ahead of him? Uh, I do. Okay, smart man. There you go, smart yeah. man. That's all I need to know. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you're deciding between like Chris Carson, Damian, actually, Williams, I have go, Damian Williams one spot ahead of Carson. So uh, all right, well, I got him. I got him a couple ahead, but uh, yeah, I got Damian Williams at RB 24 and Carson at 26. Let's go to Van Jefferson. Van Van is he your man, Brandon? 48 and a half receiving yards, uh, coming off a 90 yard one touchdown effort last week. Uh, yeah, if I go over, I feel like he's right in the Robert Woods range. I think Robert Woods is the number two guy. I think that's right on. I'll say he gets over 40, but under 48 and a half. <sighs> I think he's going to be in the fifties. I think he's got a decent shot of finding the end zone. If you are desperate for a wide receiver this week, who would you rather go with Jamison Crowder against Atlanta or Van Jefferson? Crowder. I just think the I think the targets will be higher for for a Crowder. I think he's safer. Um, I think the forty eight and a half. Like if you're putting that as a number for both of them, I just feel like Crowder has a better chance to get over. Yeah, I give me Crowder. What about Hunter Renfro against my Bears or Van Jefferson? Ooh, it's tight. Uh, I think Hunter Renfro is like a, a you know side of sort of mid mid upper class or middle class version of uh, Jameson Crowder. So. Uh, if I'm playing for upside, it's definitely Van Jefferson. Um, if I'm playing for safety, it's Hunter Renfro. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Hunter Renfro just by a hair. Last one, uh, Van Jefferson or Sandro's special, Quintez Cephas. Mm. <laughs> You're going to have to have me dive into my rankings here. I, I ranked all those Lions like in the either in the early 60s or late 50s. Um, at the wide receiver position, you know, Khalif Raymond, Cephas, Amon, St. Ross, St. Brown. 
Uh, Amonra St. Brown right now is calling you saying you need to move yes, me up. That's right. Um, as we wait on this, I will tell you, I actually have uh, Van Jefferson like four spots ahead of Cephas. Uh, I have Cephas high. I think uh, Cephas is going to have 70-plus and a touchdown against that weak secondary of the Minnesota Vikings. Cooper Cup over under seven and a half catches. Mm, does he get to eight? I think he's uh, – yeah, sure. I think he, I think you're, he's the guy that's going to be, you know, like the AMPM open 24-7. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I agree with you there. And was it Hugo Amadi? Is uh, the DB that yeah. operates primarily out of the slot for your Seahawks, and he's given up a 76.2 catch rate. Yeah, it's eight or nine receptions, I yeah. believe, for Cooper Cup. Uh, Tyler Higby, over under 38 and a half yards. I feel like he gets into the 40s. Again, I, I'm going to I'm gonna love all those guys that kind of work underneath and in the middle. That's where you kill Seattle. So, uh, yeah, give me over on Tyler Higby. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I think he's a fringy yeah. tight end one in 12-team leagues. And last and certainly not least, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, it sounds like Jalen Ramsey's going to give him the shadow treatment. 71 and a half yards. I believe he has been under this number in two or three matchups against Ramsey. Yeah. I, you know, Jalen kind of sort of has his number. It gets kind of DK, gets in his head a little bit. Gets, you know, DK is prone to for emotional outbursts. And I will, I think Ramsey will get in his head again. So I'll take the under on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like it. Uh, you know, the, the angle there, just the psychological card. Oh, it's true. They they have a serious competitive showdown, and it, it, it plays out emotionally on the field every time. Yeah, and Rams have given up just nine yards per catch and a 57.9 passer rating so far through four games. With that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise. No, the Fantasy Fast Track. Get your uh, uh, podcast right, Evans. Your, your phone's going off. I don't even know what podcast I'm doing. We're all over the place right now, though we are on the same page with all of our rankings, it appears, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> Please follow Funston on uh, social media, on Twitter, at Brandon Funston. Follow me there, at Noisy Cuevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, as well. And until next time, adios, amigos!